Ingram Smith, Bud Elliott, back again for another episode of the Nolcast, and back again for the final position preview. So I uh, know I said that last night, and then we did an hour on nothing about position preview. So, you know, to all you aspiring content creators, I would not suggest doing such a thing, but perhaps when you've been doing it for 14 years, you can get away with one or two missteps. Uh, nonetheless, I want to thank our sponsors. Really excited to have Homefield back in uh back in the family, so to say, working with us. Great stuff. Uh, I was just over, saw my mom this morning and uh, told her about home field. And, you know, my mom was authentically excited to perhaps get some more sweaters and pullovers and stuff like that from them. So a uh, great company, great product, people that we've worked with in the past and are big fans of homefieldapparel.com is the website. And uh, you can go and look at a new line of Florida State stuff that was released yesterday, bud, August 23rd. They had a whole new list of things. We talked about the uh, bomber jacket and some of the other offerings. So go uh, give them a look. Coupon code NOLCAST uh, will get you an additional discount. And a big thanks to our friends at Homefield. Man, going to be a really good day. Uh, just uh, my younger son did not cry today at, at his little pre- – he goes to a little two-a-day preschool drop-off. Didn't cry. So that's uh, let's do go. this thing, man. And, nice. yes, we did talk about the bomber jacket last night. Uh, have you ordered yours yet? I have not. I have not. I will legitimately. I'm gonna need Connor at Homefield to like, like. I mean, granted, we want to sell out, but like, I do need Connor to kind of hold, hold two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure as the CEO of the company, that is his top priority right now. Yeah, uh, but yeah. They're not busy or anything. On that. By the way, uh, I do actually like some of this other Homefield stuff. Like the Florida State stuff is for sure awesome. But like, I know I've gotten Mag some LSU stuff, and she wears it all the time um so like if you have some non fsu fans in your your life you can still use the promo code hit them with promo code more time nolcast look at that just yes. so easy is so nolcast easy. one word or two words one word one word, one word. that's yeah. right we uh nolcast we do yeah i was gonna say we we gotta go over branding uh if that's the conversation we're having yeah but yeah we we, we i mean we we said we we're gonna do position preview last night and we did like an hour uh I don't know. It was one of the more fun off-season shows we've done in quite a while. I think. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyable. Anytime you get to chuckle uh, or a chance to chuckle at Miami, that'll that'll always do well in my book. Uh, but no, man, this is a good conversation. I think we're about to have. This is a, a interesting unit. Uh, there are some some knowns, uh, some known unknowns, and then some unknown unknowns uh, when it comes to some of these younger kids coming in and uh, what they might look like. Although they have. Uh, been very impressive in in what they've done so far so uh interesting conversation that we are about to have uh with a secondary and with that bud let's uh let's jump into it hey man um i am extremely excited to talk about this group so last year uh, florida state had some good play against the pass in the secondary and then some that was not not as good and some of that was opponent dependent and some you know, was not. They made some big time changes here in the offseason, but they they really have only lost one really one key contributor from the secondary last year. And that's Jamie Robinson, who was a, a really, really good player for you. Um now I said key contributor because they they did lose Duke Cooper, who long term I think still has some nice upside, uh actually. Uh, but he did not play very well last year. I know he was hurt uh at, at times during the year, but uh, he did allow a QBR when targeted of 99.9, uh, which uh, that was the worst on, on the team for anybody who played at least 50 snaps. So um, 
the key contributor that who you lose is is obviously Jamie Robinson. I mean, Jamie led, led your secondary run stops, led your secondary in tackles for loss. Um, you know, when blitzing got home better than really anybody else. Pretty high in terms of, of your your havoc rate generated from um, you know from a DB QBR against twenty six. So I know like some people think he was poor in coverage. I, I don't think he was amazing in coverage. I think he was a very good, very good college football player for you. We saw, you know, what he did at the combine, maybe not the most elite athlete in the country, but somebody who they're still going to have, um, I'm not going to say struggles to replace, but it, it's a challenge to replace. And he, he's a good player. Like, yeah. you know, I think he's probably better than either of your safeties right now for this season, but I'm hopefully wrong about that. Yeah. It will be very interesting uh, to see how this transpires, what it looks like you are, you know, breaking in uh, or you have the potential to bring in some newer players. Uh, the three, well, there's more than just three, the, the three high school kids, Hussey, uh, Kirkland, and uh, my Joseph. man Edward Joseph have all been very, very impressive. Joseph, I think, has a chance to play early, early, early. Um, I referenced that last night. Uh, KJ Kirkland is one of the more impressive younger it, man, I've spoken with in a long, long time and is a pretty darn good football player, too. I think in time, uh, that kid will be a really solid player. And Conrad Hussey, look, man, you just wish – I mean, St. Tom's is not going to change their early enrollee policy, but you just wish you could have gotten that kid on campus earlier. He might legitimately be in a place to take snaps game one. Um, and said that, you have Shaheen Brown and you have uh, Akeem, don't call me Greg Dent, uh, as your two safeties. Uh, Dent is a – Interesting player of at this point, kind of all the experience in the world um, has had moments where he has really flashed um, and then has had moments where he's just kind of another player. Um, so it will be that's one of the biggest I don't want to say question marks because you, you the kids played a lot and you've got a decent idea as to what he is. But like. If this defense is going to be really good, um, we talked about it in the defensive line preview, it's going to start with. It's going to start with uh, with Jared Verse. It's going to start with, you know, the position or the pieces that you have available on the interior and and how they play. But and maybe I'm wrong about this. I feel like Akeem Dent is probably number three on that list. You know, what what kind of play do you get out of uh, an exceptionally experienced member in the secondary? Does he does he flash? You know, the, his high school rating is a long time ago. Not something that. I think is all that relevant at this point, but, you know, do you see some of the flashes of the player that, uh, that you've seen in the past, or is he just kind of, uh, uh, above average ACC safety? And that's, that's one of the, one of the things that ultimately I think will be as a, a defining characteristic as to what the high end of this defense is, uh, that that's out there. Do you, did you ever watch deal or no deal? A little bit, not uh, a you know P one watcher by any means, but I'm certainly familiar with the show. Yeah. All right. If uh, if I'm the banker, okay, mm -hmm. and you are opening cases, mm -hmm. you're opening cases on Akeem Dent end of season. Yeah. And I tell you, guy played ten games mm -hmm. or eleven games, and honorable mention all ACC. So okay. like basically 
not a top nine or like not a top six safety in the ACC, but sort of like the seventh, eighth, or ninth ish. Yeah. You deal or you're, you're rolling the dice? I'd roll the dice. I need him okay. to be a little bit better than that. I, I was hoping you would say maybe even get real wild and say second team, but, but okay. at least third team uh, before I would really take that. Obviously, second team, I'd, I'd, I'd jump at it immediately. Um, I just don't know that uh, that Akeem is like a big playmaker, or at least that's not what we've seen so far, you know. And and that would be that would be the difference there. I mean, you know, does does he get his hands on on you know two balls that that one of them he returns for thirty five yards or something like that? Do you, do you see a real splash play, you know, in one of your more four important games? If if he does it against Southern Miss, that's nice, but that's not going to you know, change the course of or outcome of a game. But, you know, does he have that moment in one of these more highly contested games where you're like, that's it, that's the guy, that's the guy that's been developed by this staff. Um, and, you know, that's the guy that's reflective of, of all the snaps that he's taken so far. So so the, the interesting thing is, like, his forced incompletion percentage is pretty close to to Jamie, right? But Jamie just would would catch the ball a little bit better. And there's – I mean, when we're talking about, I mean, Jamie had one, Keem had zero, but like, you know, man, I, I, I kind of wonder if, if maybe he just holds on to the ball a little bit. Is he, like, can he just change the narrative? Florida Mm -hmm. State does play in a way that protects its its safeties. I think honestly, like they, they've played a boatload of two safety shell stuff, really kind of relying on their defensive line. Now they blitz more last year, I think, than they did in prior years. I mean, it, you can kind of control for opponent there if you want and and, and dispute that, I guess. But um, you know, if if they get better pressure up front, like we both anticipate they will, uh, then I, you're starting safety at Florida State, somebody that you know we we're hopeful can be, you know, a kind of in that like upper quartile of of the safeties in this league. I gotta think you can catch some of these some of these balls that are, that are thrown up and, and and get a jump on them, right? And 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 come down with them if you're getting better pressure up front. No, like he may not have the best breaks on the ball, but the guy's played a lot of football. If he stays healthy, I just have reasonable confidence that he's baseline decent, and and maybe maybe he'll actually like be good or or very good. I'm I'm sort of hopeful there. A guy who I think has some like really big hitter ability is Cheyenne Brown, man. Like the dude who obviously blocked the extra point for LSU, an extra point last year, which by the way should never have occurred because uh, the ball carrier for LSU was tackled in bounds mm-hmm. and the clock should have run. However, uh, because that's not a reviewable play, LSU got a free untimed down basically uh, to uh, to score there. So it was like, oh, it's a you know block extra point. They would have lost in overtime. Yeah, that's fair. And yes, I know LSU fumbled some punts. Got it. Cool. However, uh, Florida State was going in to go up by what three scores, two scores there uh, when when they had their own fumble on the goal line, and then you got a free untimed down and still couldn't cash any extra points. So sorry about that. I didn't Here's, realize until uh, recently. Were you familiar that that extra point actually hits the crossbar? Like that thing gets really close to going through if you go back no. and, and look at it. Yeah, it's it a, hit the crossbar. Yeah. Do you have a good angle of this? Uh, um, uh, we could pull it up. No, I just I just watched it with uh, 
I don't remember who the hell I watched it with. Apologies. But uh, no, I saw it. I, I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, it, it gets grazed and it. Uh, now, it's not one of those like where it hits, where it, you know, could, it doesn't could hit go either way. Up. It hits it. Yeah. It's pretty hmm. interesting. Pretty interesting. Man. Well, great job by, by Shaim to block that. Uh, a guy who, you know, I, I thought played at times pretty damn well for a, a true freshman and now in his sophomore year has a chance to make an impact. Like, it wasn't targeted that often, but opposing QBR of five. Not great uh, for opposing quarterbacks to target him. Very great for for Shaheem. I, I think he's a dude who moves better than his size would indicate. You know, like, mm-hmm. like that, and that, that's really kind of what makes him special is the ability, at least size wise, to come down and play the run. Now he has to be more consistent in what he does, obviously. But like I, I like Florida State safety tandem. Maybe I'm wrong, I, but I, I do. I, I think they have a decent enough safety tandem for this this team to be a serious. Uh, to be the favorite for the conference, basically, you know. Um, I also think that the new DB coach helps quite a bit here. You know, like I, I was somebody who thought at the bare minimum you need to make a change at DB coach, and I've obviously said on the show uh, that you know keeping Adam Fuller was a, a gamble. Now, probably a calculated gamble by Mike Norvell because he wants to keep the continuity together in terms of the scheme, and, and they realize they have potentially something special here, and we'll see how it works out, but. From all indications that I've got, and unless, unless you got something different on this, I, I do think that Pat and Adam are working well together uh, right now. So that's that's encouraging, man. You know, like they, I haven't heard any like, oh, you know, behind the scenes, oh, they they don't like working with each other, they don't trust each other type thing. So that's encouraging. Like that's something you you need. Something else you needed was a little bit of help at corner and Florida State was able to find some of that with a guy named Fentrell Cypress who was a first team all ACC last year. Yeah, Fentrell is uh, was one of the higher rated kids in the portal. Um I've just went back and watched it three times and can confirm that it does in fact hit the crossbar so I'm not wow. just talking talking jazz. Um yeah, Fentrell is a significant addition. Absolutely. Uh, a guy who played at Virginia, uh, played high school at South Carolina, uh, but evidently is actually from, I think, Surrey, Virginia. Um, transfers down to you, if I recall correctly, I think that came down to Florida State, LSU, and maybe Ohio State. So, yeah. um, you know, good good win there and and good to get uh, Fentrell into the team. Uh, a guy who didn't, like, come in spring and just dominate necessarily, uh, but is uh, – like has all the physicals in the world and not only has physicals like played at a high level when playing at Virginia. So I, I think you can feel relatively confident that that's going to transfer over. Um, I think a guy who like done this, done Fentrell squat like 400 and, or like 500 pounds. Yeah. I think, I think they actually had to kind of back him off. Uh Oh, Graham is frozen or am I frozen? I thought of, very highly uh, by by his teammates at UVA, I know, and and the same uh, same in Tallahassee so far. Um, I think the story here is not that Ventrell is necessarily like the player that you thought he was. I mean, look again, the guy played at UVA at a really high level and and works hard and takes his craft seriously. I think the story, to an extent, is dude Renardo Green and. 
Jones, perhaps to a lesser extent, are really good players, and you're not just going to come in and and you know kick them aside. I do think Fentrell is going to be a starter for you, um, but I've been impressed by what Green and, and Jones have looked like, and, and Green has continued to emerge last year, and clearly was your you know your most solid defensive back. And uh, I, I've said this before; I, I don't know that I've gotten it wrong on a kid before like I did Jerry and Jones. Uh, Hard worker, good teammate, hell of a better football player than I thought he was going to be. Uh, and you've got really three really solid options there just to start with. And then you, we start to talk about Greedy and, you know, some of these other guys in that room. But um, when you when you took, take a look at the first three, uh, really solid three. And I think Renardo Green, if healthy, is about to have a, a – a year that his name is known more than just by Florida State fans. He's a guy who could get drafted, man. Yeah. You know, like, like Renardo was a highly rated recruit, you know, played. Injuries have always been kind of a question there, right? Like, like the now last year, he actually stayed pretty healthy and played almost 600 snaps. So, like, that's that's not really bad for a year. I mean, Jamie played 761. Like, that, that's the max on the defense. So, you know, Renardo played most of your snaps last year. A guy who does like look like he has some comfort level in playing press. They're definitely different players. Uh, he and, and, and Cyprus. I do think that Cyprus. Look, I'm not 100% convinced that Cyprus will play at like a superstar level, but I am fairly convinced that he is at least like a what upper upper quarter corner in this league. A guy who will have a chance to be drafted, a dude who can play with some consistency, who has played a lot of football. Um, you know, I, I look at it like one of the absolute lowest catch separations allowed in the ACC. So he's pretty much always around the ball, like does not seem to get cooked very often at all. Um, yards per target, like well under five, almost four. Like that's really, really good. That's what you want. Um, Success rate when targeted under 40%. Again, if you're close to like 50% when throwing the football success rate wise, you're basically like Caleb Williams. Uh, if you're under 40, I'm like, this is pretty bad. So like the, just for, for context, 50 and over throwing a football success rate wise is, is really, really good. Especially if you're throwing it with any kind of depth on it. Jordan last year was actually 49.3. So again, very good. If you're under 40, we got some problems. That's mm-hmm. that's like like Marshall's quarterback last year, um, or the or the old Dominion kid. I'm trying to, just off the top of my head. I've been going through through this a little bit. EPA per target was almost negative, which is I like to see that. These are things that I like to see. I, I like acquiring cornerbacks who have a negative EPA allowed uh, per target on average or or close to it. So, yeah, like do I know he's going to duplicate last year's numbers and play? at a superstar level? No. But I do think his past performance uh, should provide a level of confidence for you that he at least is going to be a dependable, good starter for you. You know, and like, I think you would take that most likely. If he wants to play exactly as well as he played last year and duplicate that, everybody on, on this team would take that. Um, I agree with you, by the way, on Jerry. But I don't think you were wrong to think that that he was not a good player two years ago. He got cooked a lot, and I know he was hurt at times too. Like the kid has put in the work to get better. You know, 
is it possible that a guy who had that kind of length could turn in to what we think he might turn into this year? Yes. Was it probable? No. A lot of things had to go right for him. He had to put in a bunch of work and really, really work at it because he was not a great player when he got to Tallahassee. He was a bit of a liability, and now he's a lot better from all indications. So I'd love to see him stay healthy this year if possible and and really show out uh, in in what could be a money year for him, right? Yeah, good dude. A guy, one of the guys that I've enjoyed getting to uh, interact with as much as anybody on the on the roster. Jarian, Jarian's got a bright future in front of him. Uh, does he get the COVID year or whatever else? I think he does. Uh, I think he could. I'll, I'll ask. I'll, I'll, I'll inquire. I believe he could have an additional year if he wanted it. Yes. Okay. If he somehow gets the COVID year, I. I don't hate this. Uh, I, I really don't hate this um, mm-hmm. for you, honestly. So, so he played in he played in in uh, in nineteen at Mississippi State. He played in uh, twenty. He played in twenty one. He played in twenty two. So he'd be a fifth year. Yeah, I, I I think this is his COVID year. Okay, all right. Yeah, you may you you may be right about that. Well, because Florida State's listing him as a redshirt senior, but I've seen on their uh, the way FSU is doing the roster online this year, they basically are listing it like the COVID year is the free redshirt year, and he looks like he's played okay. in he played eleven games, eight games, twelve games, and twelve games so far in his career. So he's art like you you get a fifth year, you don't really get a sixth unless one of yours was was a redshirt. Yeah. Uh, the guy who I was the most surprised about, and this is horrible content because we're not talking about this position group, but like, like Bo Smith would be eligible for another year next year if he wanted to, which I, I did not have on my bingo card at all. Um, so I, I would take yeah. Bo Smith back for next oh, year. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, back to the position group that we're actually talking about. Um, I have an so, over yeah. under for you. Yeah. Over under since Miami fans uh, are so interested in how many transfers Florida State is going to take, despite the fact Miami's taken more transfers in the last two years than the Knowles have. Over under on transfers that FSU will take this offseason in the secondary. I'm going to set it at one, and you can't go push. Yeah. One, because of the freshmen and because of the soon to be freshmen. I mean, um, if you get a chance to go out and get a guy like Fentrell again or something like that, or, or particularly at safety, um, then absolutely. But dude, I mean, greedy Vance, Kevin Knowles, uh, there's a bunch of people here at this position group that are going to see snaps. Um, it it would have to be for them to go over. You'd have to get like two Fentrell type players in my opinion, like two, two of the top 15 kids in the portal over. And I'm not talking about position group. I mean, overall. Yeah. Um, so I, I would expect, I, I, they, I think it's going to be one. They, and it could be zero, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they feel really good about Hussey, about Joseph, about Kirkland, about Rawls even, and, and, and about, about Kandarius. Like, yeah. And the, uh, the, the, um, the Baker kid. Co- yeah. Yeah. Ashley Baker. Yeah. And I just remember watching that kid 
that looks like a linebacker in trading to me. Looks like a hell of a football player. That's not a, I'm not knocking him at all. But that <laughs> hey, if you tell me they they found a way to sneak a good linebacker onto this team, right, yeah, we're, the we'll be all not, for it. Yeah, exactly. That didn't go through the traditional talent evaluation process. Um, I could I could sign off on that exactly. I mean, that kid is that kid does when you're just walking around practice. You're like, what's 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 the outside linebacker doing in the secondary drills? Uh, so be interesting to see what happens there. I feel very, very good about the future of this position in Tallahassee. And I feel, God, about as good as I've felt about the, the actual, you know, the, the secondary that I felt in, in quite some time, you know, I, like entering last year, we certainly had some questions about corner and, and things did not go uh, as well as you would like them to at times. They didn't look like they were very well coached and FSU may have, may have remedied that. We'll see. Like, I think there's a lot of positive things to think about Pat Sertan right now. And obviously, you know, Fuller getting another year to work with these guys. Again, like we'll we'll see, the proof will be in, in the results. But last year, you were counting on on Duke Cooper to take a step forward. Instead, he actually regressed a little bit. Right? You not got lucky, but we're fortunate that Renardo ended up being that dude, mm-hmm. a guy who I think before camp last year they were considering moving around. You know? Yeah. Because like what Dent was hurt last camp. It, there was a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. And he ends up having your best year of all your corners. So the the depth in this room in terms of quality depth that would you really like feel great playing all these freshmen? No. Do all of them evidence physical ability to eventually like have a ceiling of an all ACC type guy? I think yeah. Like yeah. you could tell me that any of these guys makes an all ACC team, any of these five at any point in their career, and maybe even Baker. Maybe Baker at linebacker. We'll, we'll see. But, like, any of those five high school freshmen you signed, would you, I don't think I'd be shocked if any of them made an all-ACC team at some point. So you know how people are like, oh, I'd rather have a three-star from Dade County than a five-star from, you know, Pennsylvania or whatever. Uh, I think Edwin Joseph may be the the example that people cite in three years uh, on that. Like, yeah. Edwin Joseph is uh, – all those kids, they're really excited about um, – Florida State got one there. They might have been fortunate that he played as much wide receiver as he did defensive back, you know, and that some people, I think, had a hard time making the, the evaluation there. Um, had somebody that is a professional talent evaluator, not just in their Twitter handle, but does this as their job at a high level, tell me that that kid might have the best hips of any defensive back in the class last year. Uh, and he just wasn't seen as that ultra high four or five star for a couple of reasons, but playing as much wide receivers is a big part of it. Uh, I think, I think Joseph flashes uh, to people. And I think, you know, who that kid is by game six. If you're a sidewalk fan, um, I think you'll be like, Oh damn, this this true freshman's a hell of a defensive back. Um, Look at that. So these true freshmen are going to get to play an awful lot because you are, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, you're, you're a three score plus favorite in at least half of your ball games, right? Now that doesn't mean you're going to have all these ball games wrapped up by Q4, mm-hmm. but maybe four of the six you do. You're going to have some of these freshmen play quite a bit. I mean, how many of these guys play over a hundred hundred snaps this year? I bet you. I mean, like not not counting the special teams. I. Four, Even without projecting least. injury, half, yeah. yeah, maybe five. Yeah, this is good, and and I mean also like just 
just pull up the, the, the Knowles 24-7 recruiting page and you can see uh, what a tremendous job you know they are doing uh, right now recruiting defensive backs and and the you know the huge safety you just landed obviously uh could also play corner uh, mm-hmm. I, I think with, with yeah. his ability so uh yeah man I, I think this this position room in particular is in fantastic shape and uh if they ball out like they like we think they could I mean you get Pat Sertan out there on the trail it's like yeah, I was a pretty good NFL player. Yeah, my son's the best corner in the league right now. Uh, you know, hopefully, Jalen get, gets healthy as well down there in Miami. And I just had a couple guys drafted. And uh, look at all the all these young studs I got. Like that, that's a nice little setup for him to be able to continue to recruit well. He puts in the effort, man. And I'm not telling you anything that I know from like an NIL perspective. I'm just telling you that of what you can witness. If if you stay at certain hotels in the Tallahassee area, you you see recruiting going on. You see, yeah. you know, coaches staying up late at night, developing relationships with people like that. And you see Pat Sertan doing that as much as you see anybody on the staff doing it. The guy works his rear end off. And as you said, has all of the, uh, you know, all of the the things that you would want to point to on a, on a CV, as far as his own playing time, uh, his son, what he did while he was a coach down there at American heritage, working for the dolphins last year. Um, you, you made a, you you needed to upgrade that position group, in my opinion, as far as what you're getting from the coaching staff and uh, early results say you did that and perhaps a whole lot more. So interesting, interesting uh, area of excitement and optimism. And um, that, that was a my the, the early results is that that was a hell of a hire. So, oh, l- last thing on this, because I, I know we're running a little long. We do want people to be able to binge these. Going against Keon and Johnny in practice mm-hmm. is just invaluable reps, right? Like, there's a very realistic chance that that you don't face a better one-two all season. Yeah, and you, you, and Orlando, Bell. like Orlando, you, will be the closest. Yeah, you, exactly. You, that, that's a hybrid piece that not too many other people have. Uh, it is. It's a. It's a great point. Absolutely. Yeah. If if you came in and thinking you were hot shit as a as a db you're quickly reminded at the quality of player at the upper levels of college football when, when you face these receivers and, and mm-hmm. just say okay how much like you you internalize how much work i actually need to put in even though i was a high level high level recruit to get to where you want to go yeah 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 awesome man um it's a fun group it's a, been a, a good conversation i think it's going to be a good group this year and the future is uh Right enough that I need to try to find my my aviator somewhere around here. It's uh, something Good something bad. special is on the horizon when it, when you're looking about the defense back. So yes, sir. All right, man. Uh, we'll talk to you probably tomorrow. No, we're doing the kicker preview tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, kicker I'm preview. Joking. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, live. Yeah, you guys be here for it. <laughs> All right, y'all enjoyed it. This is one of my favorite aspects of of doing the Nolcast is is to do these position previews. Uh, love it. Hope you all have enjoyed listening to them, and. Uh, is is snap count draft what's is that our next show i think we have snap count draft which usually runs kind of long and we'll probably do our like final season prediction and then we will do our uh we'll do our lsu preview um which should be pretty good uh, we'll try to get somebody on for that the question with the lsu preview is like do we want to drop i think we still drop it thursday like we normally do mm-hmm. um 
even though the game's on a Sunday, but I, I yeah. think we'll probably drop it Thursday. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I goofed here. Apologies. LaborDayTailgate.com uh, for our friends at Madison Social. Uh, we'll 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 hit them hard on the social. Uh, LaborDayTailgate.com. Again, uh, join us there prior to the LSU game. And uh, always want to thank Chad and Shannon, the legendary team who have uh, been there for 510 or so Knollcast listeners, and will certainly be there for you as well. 844-FSU-Knowles, 844-FSU-Knowles. Matt, Shannon, Chad, I love you. I just butchered your name there, so things are back to back to normal. And apologize for putting the ad read at the end of the pod. But, uh, you know, when you've worked with somebody for uh, eight years, I think Matt Thompson will forgive me. Talk to you soon. See you guys.